Hey guys, it's Harry here. I'd like to thank you all for tuning in thus far. I'm here quickly to announce the winner of our giveaway with South Ave Seltzer, who is Daniel Hornsby. Congratulations, mate, and we'll be in touch soon to get you your prizes. Now, let's get into this one. Thanks, guys. Hey, guys, welcome back. Shouting Around Podcast. Harry and I are here to present our first guest. Harry, who do we have on? South Avenue Seltzer. Local boys making an absolute statement in the industry. Uh, let's get it going. Pretty keen for this. Welcome, boys. If you want to li- quickly introduce yourselves, let everyone know whose voice they're listening to. Boys, boys, boys. Happy to be here. Uh, my name is Scott, and this is Reno. How are we doing, guys? We'll get right into it straight away. Start off, Seltzer's taste fucking good. Um, <laughs> as most of South Australia know by now, and hopefully Australia soon, we'll get into that a bit more into the podcast. But if you boys want to just delve into your relationship Start with how you guys got to know each other and how everything sort of came to fruition. It's a it's a funny one. So I um I owned a bunch of anytime fitness gyms for about ten years. Scotty was working for one of my mates. Um, met him at the gym one day. I reckon I can't remember the exact meeting, but I remember you were yeah. running Mitchell Park. I think we were just talking shit. Yep. Um, Scotty was probably just flexing, and then uh we were I don't know what happened. I think we went up. Oh, we were in Queensland together. That's when we first became yeah. mates. So um, I'm a I'm a pretty lavish boss. When I had all my staff, I was like, "Look, let's go." I took everyone to Queensland just for a bit of a holiday. Got this crazy, like crazy mansion on the water. It was like nuts. And um, Scotty was there with another mate of ours, and I was like, "I'll come down." And we just went out and just got like hammered, like to the point where there's like nine of us, and we couldn't finish drinks. Like there was just we just left, and it was like tables of drinks. Scott was like desperately trying to scull them because he didn't want to waste the money. Yep. <laughs> No, I was I was over there with a mate and didn't really know much about Reno at that stage, but I heard he had a pretty nice place uh, on the water in the Goldie, so I was like, you know what, I could do a photo shoot here for one of my brands I was running. So I went over there, rocked up, and the whole mansion was decked out with Versace, and he shouted the whole weekend, so that was great. <laughs> yeah, call that. Pretty good way to start it off. <laughs> yeah. um, but let's get into South Avenue. Um, and for those of you who don't know, South Avenue, biggest, I'd argue probably the becoming the biggest seltzer brand in South Australia, making a big mark on the market here. Um, they got their five flavours, uh, sour watermelon, uh, crisp apple, lychee, grape, and their new brand new flavour, lemon. Um, but let's get into how you landed on the idea. How did uh, South Avenue Seltzer come together to start? Well, initially, we were we were going to do a gin label. Um, I know how SA of us. <laughs> so we we were, we were talking about doing alcohol, and we looked at doing gin. It was us and someone else in the beginning, and we looked at like bottles. Um, we sat in that for a bit, and then gin just went like nuts. And we were like, yeah, probably probably not worth touching that. Like everyone else has done it. Everyone else has done it really well. We got some great great gin here. Um, and then uh, us both being in the fitness industry, we were like, well, we're both smashing like White Claw and other brands. We both love like pre-workout. We want like a, a fitness drink. And we were like, okay, we'll sell to fit it, but the flavor's not really all that. Like it's a bit, you know, a bit weak. So instead of smashing cruisers, we were like, how can we do our own version of this? And then we were just talking one day and we're like, fuck, like why don't we look at doing our own Celta? Um, and then, yeah, we just like pretty much sat down and came up with the name. We were like looking at like a few things for inspiration 
And then Scotty actually found us a, a brewery, which was a big shed. Had a wicked chat with them and yeah, he reached out and then yeah, they were like, look, come on in. We sat down with the food scientist and yeah, it went pretty, went pretty quick to be honest. Like flavors, we nailed our watermelon in like a day. Yeah. That, that was, <coughs> that's a very long story. Really short. Because yeah, try to it, compact it. It, <laughs> it. it was like from the idea to when we actually got in and got it started, it was months and months. It was yeah. probably six to eight months of us trying to find a supplier. Um, it's super hard to get into, real big uh, barriers to entry. But once we got it started, it just picked up so quickly. And everything since then has just moved so fast. So we've been blessed, um, but it's been full on. Well, um, I'll quick got a quick question about the flavors. Um, while we're on it, so did you? What were you thinking originally in terms of how many flavors you wanted? Did you kind of just go off the bat like, let's just do one, let's see how that goes, or was kind of in your head, let's oh. get a lot going one at a time? Yeah, we we <laughs> we kind of wanted a flavor that we knew we'd be able to market straight away. Um, and going into summer when we wanted to launch, we're like sour watermelon. That's gonna, that's going to be a hit. Um, and we still, at, at the time, Reno still had his gym, so it was almost like a side project, but then when we dropped Sour Watermelon, it, it, it became pretty noticeable that <laughs> yeah. we'd be moving straight to South Ave real quick. But how long ago did you drop the first drop and that? Because from my understanding, it exploded pretty quickly, like... Yeah, December. From, yeah, December. so... Yeah, it was pretty... <coughs> man, was, what's that? Seven months ago, yeah. something like that, maybe a bit over. Yep. Yeah, we had our first stockist in. <coughs> sorry, first stockist in December as well, which was uh, Terran Soul. And man, people just went nuts for it. There, I remember like the first time me and Scotty were out, and we just saw every table littered with like the white and red cans, and we were just like, "Fuck, this is this is crazy." Yeah, I remember that personally. <coughs> like that was when <laughs> I was first yeah. where I first started drinking it. I, probably the same for you, and then it slowly yeah picked up, and I'd start noticing, oh. They got South Ave here, like why not? But yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, sweet. Uh, I'm not actually sure what I want to ask next. Okay, yeah, all right. Uh, let's get into kind of with the making. Um, South Ave for those of you that haven't had it, it's a pretty, I would say, a sugary tasting seltzer. Um, but let's have a look at the can itself, actually. But only 90 calories, zero sugar. So how did you actually get that taste and not to kind of carbonated and kind of as watery as I'd say, like White Claws and Smirnoff seltzers are? Well, uh, <laughs> a lot of taste testing. We we literally sat there for probably three days, four days taste testing. We'd be we'd have 200 different cups on the table. We'd get to the point where we were pretty smashed <laughs> and not have a clue what we were tasting anymore. Um, but we we finally there's, – there's so many parts that you have to alter – one by one to get it right. And you change one thing by the tiniest percentage and then reassess and do that again and again and again. And we finally got to what we liked. We knew we liked it. We had a sort of, I'm going to say, reference that we yep. wanted to go off. Um, but, yeah, once we got to the flavour that we have now, we're like, that's the one. Yeah, so when you say there was like 20 cups, you mean like, Pretty much everyone, it was like a real slight difference and it could almost yeah, be the point like where you could barely taste it. Bro, like 20 cups, 200 yeah, cups. It was, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> it was, it was ridiculous. It was, um, it's funny because we had our food scientist with us and like he doesn't like sweet like drinks at all. So it's funny watching him taste it because he's like, ah, it's too much. And we're like sitting there, we're like, nah, amp this up. And like it just went for hours on hours and we'd leave, have lunch, go outside, breathe some fresh air, come back in. 
Um, and we were just hammered like every day. I remember, like at the end of the day, we we're just like, yeah, it's too much. <laughs> at least those Ubers were bloody tax deductible for you yeah, boys. Exactly so right. laughing. <laughs> um, then what sort of came into your heads when you thought, let's pump electrolytes into them? Because obviously, under my understanding, you boys are the only alcoholic beverage that's got electrolytes. What was the process behind that? Well, for us, both coming from the fitness industry, we looked at it like, okay, well, how can we reduce or minimise hangovers? How can we make sure it's a, a healthier drink to go with the whole seltzer philosophy? And we just thought, like, fuck it, why not? If it's if it's going to add something more bang for your buck and it tastes good, like, you know, any excuse to sort of go from drinking two to three drinks to 12 drinks and get away with it. Yeah. <laughs> and the other thing is, like, a lot of, a lot of brands in the industry – uh, value profit over product but that's one thing that we wanted to stay well away from so we we thought you know what if it's going to cost us a little bit more to um in r&d and trying to put these little extra bits in we'd do it so um it is a little bit more oh, i'll say a lot of bit more expensive <laughs> for us to produce but um we think we've come up with something that more people are going to enjoy and um yeah it, it speaks for itself really yeah it, yeah, can I ask about the branding a bit um, and also just like the marketing and the design side of like the cans and the logos itself. Um, with a lot of seltzers, like you see, kind of white coloured. Uh, don't ask me why that is. I'm guessing <laughs> it's just because they're meant white. to be feel like a watery feel, a bit healthier. Um, but kind of maybe who did that or where did you really come from with the whole, all the wording on it and just kind of the design in general? Um, Scotty, so Scotty does all the design work, so he's like creative with all that. I, I do more of the background, but with the actual name and the design, we were sitting down <clears throat> and we we're just going through like other inspo we had, and we really wanted a super clean can. Like all the cans are typical, like there's a wave on it or some I don't know some bullshit like fairy looking, like really, really, really like really, coloured. really girly sort of look. There's yeah, a bit more stigma behind that. Yeah, very like feminine focus, and for us, we're like let's keep it neutral, like for everything, super simple, super clean. Um, you think of, like, high-end fashion. Like, why can't a drink look the same? Yeah, we, we really placed values on what we wanted the brand to be. Um, we wanted it simple as more. We wanted it to be cheeky. We wanted, to, we wanted it to stand out with its simplicity. Like, you see, I won't name names, but other, other brands that look <coughs> a bit childish and um, those sort of colours that target uh, youth and underage drinking, we wanted to stay completely away from that and be the product that stood out on the shelf with its simplicity. So that's kind of where that came from. And obviously with the slogans and all the all the stuff like that, we, we just we just wanted to be cheeky and do something that no one else was doing really. Yeah, they do work well with that. How, like to be honest, from a distance, you might not even, like especially in like a nightclub or something where it's dark, probably couldn't actually tell the difference between the flavours because the colour line is pretty thin. Yep. But when you get a bit closer and in this light especially, you can really look at it. And there's a good noticeable difference, which I think is really good. Um, so let's get into like the release of the first drop. Give us a bit of an idea of like the lead up, kind of what things came in what order and uh, really how, ma how many did you release on the first drop and just give us a bit of a rundown for it. Um, it was pretty crazy. The first drop we were, we were like, oh, we don't know what to expect. So our order was, I want to say like 4,000 litres, yeah, maybe so. a little bit more. Um, I can't remember exactly how many cans it was. It was quite, quite a bit, though. And we were like, oh, you know, we'll probably sit on this for a couple of months. Um, and we had had a few people, like, taste tests, like, friends and stuff, and everyone loved it. But, I mean, your friends are always going to say it's great. So we loved the product. We were, like, obsessed with it. But, you know, everyone else could just be talking, oh, yeah, it's amazing because you're a mate. Um, then when we put it online, 
man, it was just instantly. Like I remember the minute it dropped, within seconds it was just sale. Like Shopify was just going crazy. I was on the phone to Scotty and we were just like laughing. We were like, what the fuck is going on? And every 10 minutes, like, surely it's going to stop. And yeah. it was just gone. Like within the 45, it was just sold out and we were just we were shocked and we felt so thankful that people were so like so supportive. Yeah, mm. if, if anyone knows what a Shopify like live view looks like, we were sitting on there <laughs> just watching people on their live adding to the cart. Mm. It was absolutely crazy. And then because we didn't really expect it, we spent the next week literally in our own cars with the boots full driving <laughs> yeah. around to everyone. It was ridiculous. And this was, as I'd imagine, before people had really tried it, before it was in venues, before it was at bottle shops. So everyone was sort of going in a bit blind in yeah. the sense that we're like, oh, these look awesome. Sour watermelon tastes great on a lolly. Let's see what they're like as a seltzer. And everyone sort of took the chance it was, it was super lucky man like I, i've had different e-commerce brands in the in the past and nothing's hit like this i, I don't know well i guess people just love drinking so <laughs> it made it easier but um yeah this one just hit we had what three four weeks of promo before it yeah um and yeah it was enough to sell us out in 45 minutes so it was good yeah was this bef- so you said you first stocked in Terrensol down the bay um was this was the drop before that yeah before that we yeah, had, okay. we were in Terrensol probably 3 weeks later so just before okay yeah christmas yeah um but it was one of those things is we we still haven't we've put a total of ten dollars ad spend. We have we've just not yeah, spent okay. anything on. Yeah, uh, we we did ten dollars, and we were and in the beginning we we're like, oh, let, let's just see if people like it. And then because the sales were so strong, we just kept forgetting. And I think we did yeah post maybe like a month ago. And we we're like, oh, let's chuck some money. We did ten bucks. Forgot. And we're at that point now. Where we're like, yeah, okay, like we're we're lucky. We have a great following. We have a great network. And I mean, you you both deal with venues that stock us so far. Like it's just been amazing. Like the the yeah the support is just overwhelming. It seems like you've got a really, really strong community base. Like, you're in a fair few different sporting clubs, everything like that. Obviously, Scott, you're at Cove. Yeah. I, working in the bottle shop near Cove, I get people coming in. I'm like, they're like, oh, I want to get a four-pack of seltzer. I go, bang, I've got you now. <laughs> I go, try these. And then people in Cove go, oh, fuck, I drank too many of them already at the footy club. I'll let Scott know you're pushing them here and everything like that. <laughs> so it's not like it's your following or anything's just like, bunch of fake accounts or anything like that it seems like it is a very very strong community do you get many people reaching out saying oh this is the best stuff ever and every day (laughs) it's incredible man like we we, our inbox is flooded with people uh supporting us and i actually get a hit up from a lot of people saying that you pump us (laughs) down where you you work so i'm stoked with that (laughs) i guess shout out to my manager you know if you want you can call me the South uh, Ave King, but um, <laughs> you know whenever they want to start, um, you're paying me a bit of commission down there from the Lonsdale, of course, for uh, pumping you guys and increasing sales. They can whenever they want. Yeah, well, that's exactly right. We might have to get you on board if you if you keep going like this. So that's good. <laughs> yeah, but I've been seeing them like they're just popping up everywhere now. It feels like in so many pubs, um, especially around the Bay Area, but then also like in our in town, like got it at Fats, of course, and Super Cali and. I'd assume there's probably some others as well, yeah, but um, pretty much the whole Heinley now is is uh, littered with them, which is great. Okay, so, yeah, um, yeah, it's been it's been cool, man. Like to go anywhere we go out, it's sort of like you go there and you just see the can. So it's it's really it's wild because then like I, I'm I always ask bartenders, oh, have you tried it? And they're all like, yeah, I love it. It's our favorite product, and it's like man, the most like heartwarming feeling. Do you um do you when you go out do you tend to 
go towards these or do you get a bit bored I, of them? I don't drink anything else. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll, uh, we'll drink nothing but the South House. <laughs> yeah. Um, going back to the drop quickly, tell us a bit, or also probably just in general, your whole marketing. Um, what do you, I, I know there's, you got a lot going on Instagram, but is there other, other platforms I should probably say um, that you've been trying to attack and like, what do you kind of do with that? Videos, photos, that type of thing. Look, I'll be honest, man. Uh, <laughs> we are so inundated with work because we have a team of three at the moment. Uh, well, three people directly. Everyone that we, like our whole team that we deal with, there'd probably be close to forty people in in the work in the works of things. But we are so crazy with work, and I handled the marketing solely because Reno does all the sales, all the operations. Honestly, <laughs> it, there's so much more I could do. Um, we've relied mainly on the social side of things um, because it's been so good for the organic growth. Like the word of mouth we get through that. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, the word of mouth. Yeah, yeah so that, that's been a strong avenue. Um, obviously, the emails like is great as well, but everything that we do, it, it comes back to the word of mouth and the organic growth. Um, like I, and I've never seen anything like that with any of the other brands I've touched um, everyone has pumped it up so much. The social proof is crazy. So that's pretty much what we've relied on so far. <laughs> yeah, and I, I feel like it probably worked well, for instance, like COVID was kind of still going, you should could say, when this launched. Um, and so the Bay, I felt, was maybe even a bit busier than town mm, for yeah, a bit definitely. when a lot of the nightclubs weren't open. And Terra, like, being one of the busiest venues down there and, like, obviously know a lot of people that go there or work there around around it in general. Um yeah, and that word of mouth just can get it going so easy. But, um, yeah, pretty crazy. Um, let's talk about the expansion of flavours. Uh, kind of give us a rundown a bit about what order it went, um, why you chose each one, and kind of just how you built off one to the other, and also just how popular each one's been. Um, give us a bit of a rundown of the numbers in a sense. Uh, watermelon's like the, the just the baby. Watermelon's the OG. People love it. Um, it still outsells all the other flavours. Like, watermelon is just one of those things where – yeah, we, we, we loved it so much and we're like, we hope everyone feels the same, but I feel like it's just one of those flavours you can't beat. Like we've got, I mean, I love all our flavours, but watermelon's that really unique flavour, so people always are drawn to it as well because you, you see sour watermelon and you're like, oh, I don't see that anywhere. Um, for us, I mean, every day that's, that's still number one. We go through sort of phases with the other ones. So for us, when we make products, we always have about three flavours ready to go at any one time. So we are working on another two at the moment. Um Pretty excited, but we're very like it has to be perfect. Like like Scott said before, we will never ever put something out that we don't believe is like amazing. Yeah, I was gonna say because um, getting because at five now and like when you're getting up to more is obviously <coughs> that seven's a fair few in a sense when we're talking alcohol flavors for one brand. Um, and yeah, so of course you want to get it right. Yeah, yeah. Well, most most brands like I like we said it from the beginning. We look at the fitness industry and pre workouts have like a hundred flavors. But alcohol brands don't do that. They always sit at this three or four. And I get why, because shelf space is really hard to get in bottle shops. Where with us, we don't want to necessarily bring out a thousand different products. We love our product. We love what it is. But we want to have the flavor options that we can drop these limited releases and have stuff. So you don't need necessarily to go to other brands because we've got all the flavors you could want. Or we've got flavors that are like true to our ethos. Yeah. And we'll start experimenting with limited drops now and like seasonal drops. Um, but... In terms of the flavours that we got now, obviously we had the watermelon come out first. The reasoning behind that, we knew it would sell. We knew it was marketable. Um, then we had apple, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, apple is like, we wanted something that we knew everyone would like. like everyone loves an apple product. It's easy. Yeah, and we wanted to cry, kind of create a substitute for cider drinkers as well. Um, so that was kind of the idea behind that. 
Then we had it was great. Great. Yeah. yeah. And we wanted something unique that no other seltzer brand really touches. That's what I was going to say in general. Like like I said to you before, I love grape as yep. a flavour in terms of drinks, but I always feel a lot of brands have kind of avoided. They feel like it's a bit of a risky flavour to attack. Yep. Yeah, so that that's exactly why we wanted to do that as well. And then we lychee. dropped the lychee, which is once again unique and it takes a whole different market. So the, the first four that we dropped, we did it on purpose so we would hit every sort of like drinking market that we could um with your more i'll say heavier consumers drinking like the watermelon it's so easy to drink uh you're probably going to see that move a lot in nightclubs and stuff obviously the grape being that unique flavor you might get um more cocktail drinkers the cider drinkers will go to the apple and then the lychee we just wanted something sweet that had a better aroma that would uh go across the whole market so that was kind of our idea behind that. Yeah, we didn't want any of the flavours to fall into each other. Like a lot of brands you'll find they'll be like grapefruit and then they'll do like another sort of like um, like soury like thing to then follow it, like grapefruit, lemon or lime. And it's like we want a really open range. Um, then we did lemon, which was the one that we sort of sat on for a while because we both love like the lemon flavour. Um, everyone was going nuts for like minus 196 so it was funny timing because we had just finished our lemon and we are like oh we'll wait we'll drop it in summer and then 196 went crazy and we are like oh we should probably put this out now um, but we wanted that sweet sour so more like a solo flavour because every other lemon is so so bitter um, and we just found it was one of those things once people tried it they were obsessed easy to drink I was going to say with lychee it's a very niche sort of flavour when you boys were looking for something out there different I guess the only other place I've seen lychee is in soju and soju's tiny. Well, a lot of people smash it, but it's, yeah, it's not a massive sort of thing. And there's not like lychee flavored cruises and not lychee flavored anything else really in a bottle shop. When you boys sort of hit that and found the right flavor, how stoked were you boys? Like, well, you would have been jumping up and down. Oh, yeah. yeah, it it was uh, it was unreal. We um we both co- love lychees. Yeah, <laughs> we we kind of knew that it would it would be um a hard one to market because of that, like. We still get questions <laughs> like, what is a lychee? Yeah, um, people are like, is that Lissy? What's, can I get the, yeah, li- the that, lychee? Yeah, they got no idea what it is. But once people try it, we've got so many people that prefer that as their favourite. Um, and obviously that, that ho- whole soju, sort of like that more Asian sort of drink, we, we kind of wanted to play in that as well um, because that's a market that is untouched by the sort of seltzer, cruiser sort of drink. So... Yeah, that's kind of where we went with that. Yeah, for sure. Um, Give us, I think we did mention it before this, but your guys' personal favourite flavours and uh, give us why. You go first. (laughs) Mine's going to say with sour watermelon. It's a baby. I love that flavour. I just can't go past it. I don't know what it is. Like, I'll still smash with the other ones, but, like, since we dropped it, being obsessed with it, I think it's because when we made it, we were making something we both really wanted to drink. So, yeah, it's still, still the OG for me. Yeah, for me... I switch between all of them, but it would still have to be the sour watermelon. I, I know it sounds like we've been pumping our own tyres <laughs> up the whole time, but um, I still get surprised every time I switch between flavours going, oh, this is this is good. I think sour watermelon's my favourite. And then I'm like, the apple tastes great. Yeah. Grape's good too. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, before me and Trav actually try them ourselves and we give a bit of a review to all you out there, um, I want to ask a bit more about the company itself. I have a lot of interest in the whole entrepreneurship thing and I really want to know a bit about how 
kind of in a sense talk you said there's three of you um but talk about kind of each person's roles and also day to day in that sense like i've seen reno you at fats before kind of taking out marketing before we got it in at the club there but uh yeah just give us a bit of a rundown with that uh, so for m- myself i run the ops and the sales so uh, pretty much organising all our runs, making sure everything's on time, getting it, you know, if we're doing kegs, doing cans, um, legal, dealing with, like, all the, all the sort of back-end stuff, um, and then sales, so dealing with uh, new customers, recruiting, um, pitching, all that sort of stuff, uh, dealing with the brewery directly, then we've got Scotty who'll do all the marketing, he'll run you through that, and then we've got Sophie who does all our accounts and back-end stuff, all the, all the sort of numbers, because for us it's just, it's so much going on all the time. So day-to-day for me is, like... Phone call, email, phone call, meeting, email, um, until 9pm at night. <laughs> yeah, what, with your, so with the sales and stuff, do you, is it more people coming to you wanting to stock it or is it a lot of you going out I getting pictures? Really, yeah, I haven't really approached anyone yet. Pretty pretty much so far, everyone will sort of reach out, which has been great. All get word of mouth from other people and they'll be like, oh, can you drop in there? Um, it's been, yeah, it's been really lucky. It's one of those things where I'm like, I want to get out on the road, but like most days I'll be dealing back end with something else or getting a new run or a new flavour or, you know, at the moment we're about to uh, go interstate, so dealing with that. Um, so, so far it's been, yeah, super lucky that people have heard about the product and they just call up and like, hey, look, everyone's raving, everyone's coming in, like, can you come down, can you drop me some samples, so... Yeah, and I guess my, my sort of role is the entirety of the marketing, so the content creation, um, the the ideas, the sort of, I don't know, it's, re- it's really hard to sum up what I do because there, there's so many little things within it. And Wine and Reno's roles cross over a lot as well. He'll pitch in with a lot of the creative. Um, obviously, I'll have to come in for some of the bigger decisions that, that we do make. Um but my main, my main thing that I do is strategy. So um, what the brand's going to look like, where it's going to go, what channels we're going to use, um, stuff like that. And then, yeah, as Reno said, we got so much going on that we hate looking at the numbers. So we, we outsource that to Sophie handles all, yeah. of the, all the numbers. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I definitely get that. Do you guys tend to – do you have a bit of a schedule? Do you guys have like weekly meters or something like that? Well, we talk all day, every day. Yeah, yeah. So I, I can't get an hour where I don't get a phone call from <laughs> Reno. Yeah. And I suck at picking up my phone, so <laughs> he gets annoyed at that. Yeah. Early on, how many on that, always chatting, how many times were you laying in bed about midnight and you're just calling each other, texting each other, oh, I think this would be fucking sick, let's, oh, let's do this. Bro, it's still still, still now, <laughs> from 7am till I'd say 2am, we'll, yeah. we'll be online like messaging, texting, calling um, emailing, just trying to get as much done as we can because, I mean, we, we see so much potential in the brand. We want to see it as grow as fast as it can. So we're pretty well 24-7 just online at the moment, which, yeah. is, which is fun. <laughs> yeah, we both always have ideas. So it'll be just like crazy shit. We'll be like, oh, we should do this and throw this and spend all this money here. And we're just like, okay, like we're always just anything we can think of, we'll just... Just talk about. Yeah, I'll get I'll get a text <laughs> at midnight saying, "Hey man, can I call you?" And I'm like, "Absolutely not." <laughs> so- sounds like Travis with me, literally like last <laughs> night. That's all right. Yeah. I'm a phone call guy. It's yeah. it's just quick on Alf. Yeah, nah, I'm definitely learning that, especially with you. <laughs> yeah, it's so much easier. But uh, I'll be like my other job, and Travis like constantly texting me, and I'm like, "Mate, come on, <laughs> let's wait till tonight or something like that." But uh, nah, definitely. Um, do you mind if I be a bit rude and we delve into these flavors? I'd love to totally give them all nice. a shot. Yeah. I know we've both kind of had them a bit in our past, but uh, to be honest, I'm not even sure if I've had light or lemon before. But I'd love yeah. to like, yeah, yeah let's pour them out and give it a proper, we proper want, try. We want rankings out of ten here. Yeah, done. <laughs> ten. 
<laughs> Good sound there, mate. Bloody ear That's right the there. Crisp yeah, I was going to say, you've got to sample that for the yeah. intro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. so we'll try, we'll try the same one together yeah. and then we'll go one at a time. So that was hard. I'll start off with watermelon. Mate, do it the right way. Put your cup up so you might want to smash that. No, nah, that's great. It's all right. That's lemon. Oh, all right. We'll, we'll do the lemon first then. Hey, just <laughs> you on this cup? Yeah, thanks. Cheers. Also, one other thing about the cans um, that I just want to touch on is what do you boys think of the bigger, the 1.3 standards instead of a normal one? It's a go-to for me. Like I know when you're going for something for pre's and you go, oh, I've only got time to smash four, you'll go, oh, cruises, they're one standard. Oh, look, I'll be... I'm not the heaviest weight, but you go, oh, like, I'm going to have to buy a couple of extra drinks out. And then you see the 1.3 and you go, yeah. That's, that's going to get it done. That's That, that <laughs> hits, like, that hits home. Uh, a fun fact as well that a lot of people don't know, because it's no sugar, when you drink it, you absorb the alcohol quicker and better. Because if it's got sugar with it, it slows down the absorption and the actual alcohol intake. Drink responsibly. So yeah. pretty much it's the perfect <laughs> festival pre-drink. Exactly. For everyone that's about to hit. And soon to be festival. All the festivals drink. coming. It's coming. Heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Harry, let's delve into the uh, lemon first. Uh, which cup's that? I'm getting confused here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, hold up. <laughs> Wait, isn't these... Oh, hold up. It's like I was like 12 years old drinking solo again. It's like a better version of 196. Because 196 kind of, to me, 196 tastes a bit like, like medicine. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, the Japanese. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that, that's bloody good. <laughs> Uh, what flavour are you doing next, Harry? Hold, Hold up. up. We, we need, need, we need, an, out of, we need an out of ten. <laughs> ten. <laughs> All right, cool. He's going to be the good... Yeah. I'm going to be more of a <laughs> tough go, judge yeah, for, the le- we'll for the lemon only because like, I know what the others and what I'm going to expect. For the lemon, we'll go, we'll go seven and a half. Seven and a half. Yeah. We'll take it. We'll take it. Uh, what do we got? I don't know. I'm getting confused <laughs> what's in each glass. That's great. You poured that no, out. I'm pretty yeah, sure thanks. this is apple. Give it a smell. Yeah, it's apple. Hold up. Yeah, just yeah, pull that. There you go. Sorry, guys. Give us a second. <laughs> That's right. We could have made you shoot them. So yeah. next time, we'll do oh one yeah. of them at the end of the episode. Then. See, I love the apple. Not my favorite, but I do love it. Um, it's not too heavy. Like you kind of think it. You think like because I've had a lot of like pre-workout, which is apple flavor, and that is so strong in like the flavor side. Um, yeah, perfect in the kind of consistency between flavor and not. I guess you probably know your words a bit better than me. Um, yeah, we'll go. We'll go on eight and a half for that one. Eight and a half. Take that. I love like it reminds me a lot of the old Apple UDLs, a bit but better. Like yeah. I know they've discontinued them, and they taste better, cleaner, crisper. It's in the title, but I'll be realistic. The lemon to me is like an eight. A crisp apple to me is probably eight and a half, I'd say. it's. Be- I like it better than the lemon. But that's me personally. We should have brought some uh, opposition products in as well. Cause <laughs> yeah. We, that, we try every other brand. Yeah, that, like. that's another thing when we're, when we're taste testing. We compare it to our own products, so it's like really hard to distinguish between them. But when we put an opposition product next to ours, without pumping us up too much again, it's just game over. Every yeah, time. when when we do talk opposition, who like when you say you look at your opposition taste, whatever, um, who are your main ones? Which will you consider at the uh, moment? So in Adelaide, we're very lucky. So we get numbers. So I, I deal with all our bottle shops pretty much every day, and um, we're pretty lucky to say, and it like I, I feel conceited saying it, like we're we're already sixty percent of the total SA seltzer market. So we're outselling 
uh, brands like White Claw two to one, which is crazy because White Claw is you know it's the OG, it's it's the the top yeah, level. So um, for us to do that in SA in such a short time, it's crazy, and we're not even in summer. Like this is when we're meant to be our quietest, and we just keep growing. So is there really uh, like another SA seltzer? Uh, I actually heard about one today. Um, so I know there is so Little Bang have one called Seltzer R. It's a very it's like if you oh I think I have heard of that actually yeah, yeah. it's like um I I don't like beer so personally like um it's a very like sort of fermented beery sort of flavor so it's not my sort of thing yeah um looks cool like looks great Little Bang I've heard a lot of great things about um there's an Adelaide Hills one but it's pretty much like a cider very very similar um Are some of these brands like make other stuff and then they've just made a seltzer yeah, yeah. they've just this okay is their sub. Yeah. yeah for us like this is our OG. thing yeah there is um another brand i got told about today like i mean like i, I love seeing other brands pop up because for us it's like we want to see everyone kill it and like we know we're not going to be for everyone you know yeah. so like let's grow with other sa brands and the more seltzers that pop up as well like the, the seltzer market itself is very new um i think it's it's doubled over the last year alone um, so the more seltzer companies that pop up and that do it right and take away that that whole stigma of it being like that TV shitty <laughs> watered down yeah like vodka soda in a can, the better it is for us because more people are going to try a seltzer. And then I guess everyone's just going to realise that your seltzers are better than theirs anyway well, there after you go. trying <laughs> all these other seltzers. <laughs> we're, we're pretty lucky so far. Most people who uh, put us up against someone else tend to, tend to pick us. So. Yeah, me anyway. All right, moving on. Lachi, cheers, mate. <laughs> I just made the best facial expression. <laughs> got Scott in tears. Um, Lychee, like, obviously everyone goes like, what the fuck's Lychee? Lychee is amazing. I've got it higher than crisp apple and lemon, like, which are two of really, really solid flavours. I'd say Lychee's nine. That's huge. I, like, yeah. I don't... See where you can improve with it, but look, if she's a nine out of ten, she's pretty good. So, nine out of ten for a drink's pretty pretty good, I'd say. Yeah, I've got to I got to double up on that. Um, yeah, Lachi's pretty banging, and That's I've heard it from a lot of people. I remember when you came out, the fat staff after they're like, "Oh, Lachi, unreal." <laughs> yeah, it's bloody good. It's bloody good. It's, um, it's a funny one because people will be a bit like intimidated to try it. So when they're, they're out buying, they're like, oh, I'll just get the watermelon. But then when people have it, they're like, "Oh, I should have picked that." Yeah, so. it's it's yeah, it's not like over the top or anything. Like just again, it's like the apple. It's just not too strong. Um, yeah, uh, that's why I, my biggest notice thus far is in terms of the flavoring. It's just not too heavy. The flavor, yeah, it's just kind of it all blends well. And at the end of the day, it's a seltzer. It's not meant to be taste too sugary, and therefore yeah. like the flavoring not over the top. But um, what do we got? Grape, yeah. sweet. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, you all know that I love the grape. Um, so, like, I can't – yeah, it's a 10. Like, the grape – I've always loved grape, and it's it's bloody bang on. Um, we got a 10. We got yeah. a 10. Yeah, I know a lot of people, like, might you, – you could probably tell me, but it's probably the least favourite flavour if I was to take a guess. Uh, no. no? We, it's pretty – I'd say it's our second biggest seller still. Oh, really? I mean, yeah. it's it's really strange. Like, when, when we've sent out uh, the surveys and stuff, we'll – have an absolute yeah. jumble of yeah. what people order stuff in. So that that's something that we tried to do and it has accidentally fallen in place where everyone has a f- different favourite. Yeah, okay. So there's not really too much consistency. And yeah. Like and week, week to week, like, people will, you know, one week grape will be the biggest seller, the next week it'll be lemon, then apple. Like, it's just it just keeps jumping between, yeah. which has been great. Yeah, and I guess, like, they've all, in a sense, like, when did you say release? December? 
Yeah, so, first yeah, so you have five flavors out in under a year. Yeah. So like it's still like people are still trying them. So yeah. I guess like I'm not if you're if you're a venue like you buy a case, case however many you're planning on selling, um, and then stock that, see how it goes. Then you probably move on. And the same with people buying, they probably have to try one. They want to at some point try all five flavors. So I could kind of understand that. Yeah. I haven't even rated grape yet, and Harry's must be that in love with it. I reckon <laughs> I've been sitting here 20 minutes to just listen to grape. No, I love grape. I've probably got it in par with my lemon. So uh, they're really, like, it's obviously a very, very solid flavour in my opinion. I think it's great. I think lychee and crisp apple, to me, are just that step above. And then, yeah, I guess we'll launch into a sour watermelon. The baby, that's, as yeah, Reno keeps calling it, the OG. That's a way fucking better seltzer. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) Sour watermelon's my favourite. That's 11 out of 10 for me. I absolutely love it. And it's always going to be my go-to. I've actually got a four-pack in my car that's just (laughs) been sitting in there from like knock-offs from work and stuff like that. But no, I absolutely love it. My favourite. I couldn't fault it. Yeah, I've... uh, Yeah... Just just to not coffee, like grape will still be my favourite. They're so close though. Like if I I'd give the grape the ten, but then the sour watermelon nine and a half. Like it is still yeah up there, and the flavour's the same. It's just not too overpowering. It's at the perfect level to be honest. Um, and it's not just like a basic watermelon flavour. I feel that kind of sour watermelon is like it is sour watermelon. It's not just like a regular watermelon flavour like a cruiser. It is a fair bit different to that. Um, but yeah. So what one to five? Give us it again. So me one to five. I've got, sorry, Harry, grape and lemon, and then I'd go apple, lychee, sour watermelon. You've got a tear. Yeah. That's nice. All right, I'm going to lay the cans out because I need to visualise this. Um, all right, grape, sour watermelon. <laughs> There's lychee. Here it is. Lychee. Uh, crap, I'm forgetting now. Apple oh, yeah. Lemon. Wait, hold up. Yeah, apple, <laughs> lemon. There we go. Bloody beautiful, mate. <laughs> nah, perfect. Unreal. <laughs> Lovely. Thanks for bringing them, by the way, boys, to try. No stress. Perfect. Um, all right, sweet. We've done that. You've got to try uh, – I don't know if you're happy. You've got to try it on tap. The sour watermelon on tap, I, like, I don't know what it is, but it's better. Like, everyone said it. Even when we went and tried it, we are like, on tap, it's just something about it. It's so crisp. Um, so, yeah, definitely, definitely try it yeah, soon pe- if you haven't. People always say tap beer is better than, like, others. And I don't drink beer, so I wouldn't have a clue. But – yeah, it's it's just unreal when it comes out of the tap. So I think how many venues do we have it on tap now? Like I want to say thirty already. Yeah. Thirty on tap. Yeah, yeah I so think so. Oh, SA. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. We had um, on a Maybrick. No, 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 not yeah. Um, sorry, uh, a Darwin venue. I thought we did, but not yet. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, we did an initial deal with the Palmer Group, so it's Morford Arms, Warradale, McLaren, and Highway. Yeah. Just as a trial, because we're like, oh, we'll see, and it just went like we we weren't expecting to go that well and then the day we launched it to other venues just straight away just calls non-stop like get it get it here get the kegs in yeah and um it's been crazy to watch because like no one had done a keg seltzer so for us it was like let's try something different and yeah so far it's been it's crazy we've got uh scott's working on some pretty cool things to go with the with the taps is to come out yeah is that just sour watermelon for the moment yeah the yeah yeah how's it gonna feel the day they have all five in venues well, Take up every tap. Every yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, you have a specific oh, bar, the yeah. South Avenue bar. Well, uh, funny you say that. We, we've been approached to brand a couple bars um, already, which we, we definitely will do at yeah. some point. Are they at, like, venues or, like, festivals or something like that? Yeah, venues and festivals to yeah. come. 
very soon. Yeah, sweet. I, that's why, I, kind of from my knowledge, I feel like doing that at a festival um, could be pretty cool, yeah. especially in SA, local, like, it would sell really well. The first one we've got coming up is um, Polo. So Polo this year, we've we got a full marquee, so that's, like, unlimited... Um, drinks for like a three hour package So we're, we're yeah, waiting to see okay. everyone try to drink them dry So Yeah yeah. <laughs> My mum's going to the polo So I'm going to hey. tell her just to sit in that tent all day And I'm not picking her up That would be a nightmare No, nah, you boys are going to have to come along Yeah, bro. don't let her chew your ear off though <laughs> <laughs> Sorry Natalie, we love you um, Alrighty, let's talk about what's next to finish this off uh, We know, actually I'll let you get into it What is next guys? Damn, what is next? We, we've got a lot Like we, um, obviously we've got Two new flavors we're working on, trying to get ready for for summer. Uh, the kegs have been been crazy. We've got a bunch of branding coming to SA, so we're lucky. All our venues we work with have got a really good relationship. Uh, we got merch, heaps of merch coming out. As you can see, we've got the, the shotgun tools, the bar runners, the badges, lanyards, bunch of other stuff. Scotty's working on. I'm um, pretty excited for him when he drops it to everyone. So he's been working on some crazy stuff. Uh, we've got some festival stuff planned that we can't really say just yet, and then. Uh, another big announcement will happen in about two weeks, um, and then yeah, national. We've we've been approached by quite a few different uh, states now, so we're we're pretty excited for that. Yeah, look, it's moving so quickly, and everything's changing so fast every day that we, when you say what comes next, we wouldn't have a clue what comes next in order because we could be in Melbourne tomorrow, like the other week. All of a sudden, we're in Darwin. We could be in Sydney. Um, and now we've got all the festivals popping up left, right and centre. We're getting asked to do different things here and there. Obviously, we want to bring out the merch. We'd have merch already, but we don't want to do it like the other the other brands that do it that's just sort of like a, um, like a gimmick and novelty products. We want to do more higher-end stuff like apparel that you would actually wear, um, different cool little products like obviously... You guys are seeing the bar runners here and stuff like that. So let's, let's take a closer look. Have, look, have a look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty sexy, if you ask. Me. Yeah. Nah, stunning. But yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll just have a lot you of. Got, you guys will see this soon. Sorry, I can't give you a picture of it. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we'll, ha- we'll have a lot of different stuff like that coming out, and yeah, the the new flavors. There's there's a lot of stuff in the works for sure. What's the big dream? Like, obviously, some companies go the dreams to run the world, but then some other companies go the dreams to be the best seltzer we can be and in South Australia or the best seltzer we can be over Australia. Like, obviously, White Claw only came to Australia not all that long ago. Seltzer market only just came. Are you guys wanting the dream to be international? Is it wanting to be Australia? Is it wanting to be... Guys, you should go hit up our bar on Mars. Like, mm. what's the dream? We are uh, we're we're pretty um pretty ambitious. So for us, we said from the beginning we want to be a billion dollar brand, not from a monetary sense, but from the fact of you look at like these brands like White Claw did it in you know like a twelve month period. We want to have that sort of leverage to be a brand that everyone knows and people love and people support because we want to create the community we already have on a giant scale. We want to bring people to these like you know um, VIP festivals where it's like. You know, you're, you support us, come. Like, we have our own full South Ab Festival. Everyone's there. And we just make it super inclusive and just something no one's – well, I don't think, and, you know, me and Scotty have talked about it, we don't think anyone's – like, any alcohol brand's done that on a big scale in the sense of, like, every state versus, like, everyone forgets SA. We're always forgotten. So if we can do something big, let's make SA a part of that. Let's let's do it nationally. Let's do it internationally and, you know, never forget our roots of, like, this is, this is where we're born and bred. Like, let's make SA proud. Yeah, I was going to say on that, like, you're right about people do forget SA, and you see it a lot with the music, like, 
Fisher's coming to tour. I only just saw like a couple of weeks ago. Skipping Adelaide, oh. pretty typical. Um, I'll yeah. be heading to Melbourne for that. <laughs> yeah, no, smart. I'll take them with you. But, uh, nah, beautiful. Convert him from hard fizz. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah, that's the thing. Sorry, hard fizz. Uh, <laughs> you're all right, but there's a way better. <laughs> but uh, yeah, sweet. Um, yeah, this is going really well, and I'm loving them. Kind of getting a little bit pissed, like oh, that's all right. Gonna have to hang around here for a couple. <laughs> <of> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank God, I just got my full license a couple of weeks ago. Oh, there you go. I still don't yet. I got to wait a little bit to drive. <laughs> eh? But um, yeah, I, I think that's about time to close it up. You guys got anything for us? Anything you want to tell us? Finish off. Shit. Thank you for the support. Thank you yeah. for having. No, us of course, like. boys. Of course. Um, yeah, the brand's killing it, and. I know, like, asking you guys about what you want to do next, like me and Trav have been talking about a lot. It's still so early on, but um, we're, we're going to take it seriously, and that's why we're getting good guests like you guys on. We want to put in the proper effort and hopefully expand. Um, yeah, got a lot of, again, can't share, like you guys said, yep. but a lot in mind that we want to bring in, in due time. No, but, it's uh, it's going to be fun to look back at it when we've both blown up and we can come back on for another podcast. So Exactly. <laughs> we can go, oh, what was the first guest? Oh, was those boys. Oh, they're sitting <laughs> in the um, the uh, tower next to us. Oh, <laughs> hey, boys, we're waving to you from our hundred floors up. <laughs> yep. Nah, we'll, we'll do the next next uh, episode on our, on our jet, I reckon. Yeah, nah. sounds good. <laughs> on the way to the White House or something. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> yeah beautiful. Um, thanks, guys. Much appreciated. Thank you very much for coming. Just before we close up, um, as a lot of listeners would have seen on our socials, by the time this episode's up, we would have run a giveaway with these boys. So thank you to everyone that entered. Congratulations to whoever won it. And yeah. We will we will be releasing that on the Instagram. We've got a lychee case to give away. Uh, yeah, by the time this is up, it would probably we'll be announcing it. But uh, yeah, on the Instagram, at Shouting Around, get around that. And also, of course, the boys, South Avenue Seltzer on everything. Facebook, Instagram. Probably on Dan Murphy's or wherever else you can buy it. Yeah, get your cases, all five flavours, you know where it's at. Easy. Well, boys, thank you. And, uh, yeah, see you on the next one, I guess, very soon, very soon. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Love it.